Welcome Woo! back, everybody. Welcome back to Traveling X with Marie. And with me, Fergus. Your favorite couple, your favorite podcasters, your favorite podcast about eggs and travel disasters. And your favorite eggs. And your favorite <laughs> podcast in general, honestly. Um, yeah. Cool. So, so this week we are going to travel to Prague with ooh. you, which is a scandalous story that I myself uh, experienced. But before we go there, would you care to explain the egg dish of the week to us? Yes. Okay. So this week the egg dish is called Vajkova Pomazanka. Now... <laughs> Sorry we, if we're butchering that pronunciation. We did look into how to pronounce this, but we got multiple answers, so we just kind of had to guess. <laughs> so I'm sorry, you know, if anyone is in well is annoyed about that, but just you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we tried. We tried. So just to explain a bit about what this egg dish is. So it's an an egg spread with <laughs> <laughs> with, with eggs with eggs mustard soft cheese mayonnaise butter and onions all mixed together and it makes a kind of spreadable spready consistency a bit mushy a bit mushy mm. sounds good though mm. so i say try it yeah. get back to us yeah honestly and eat it exactly <laughs> get back to us and then eat and it and then you can eat it when exactly. we say it's acceptable exactly so right should we dive right into the story let's dive right in marie tell yes. us Right, so it was the summer after high school, much like your trip to Barcelona. Go listen if you haven't already. <laughs> so it was the summer 2017, um, and I just wanted to travel somewhere, and so did my good friend Carla. Shout out to her. Uh, she's lovely. I loved going on this trip with her. I absolutely love her, and I miss her. And I, I miss her. Yeah, honestly, you should meet her. You really should. <laughs> and yeah, she... <laughs> contacted me during that summer and said, Marie, let's do something. And I said, yes, I definitely want to. I definitely want to go somewhere with you. So we decided to go to Prague because we both are German and the city we grew up nearby is actually quite close to Prague. It only takes about three hours to get there by bus, which mm. is really good. So Unlike the yeah. horrible coach journey to New York, which if you haven't to listen, haven't listened to that one, please do as well. Go listen. This coach journey was actually a lot better and a lot quicker. So we just took the bus there. It was all good. It was all quite close. And I'd actually never been to Park before, like prior to that trip. Um, so it was quite an obvious choice, so to say, because it's very well known for being a very, very beautiful city. And again, it was quite close. So it was a good idea to go there. And because we were quite young, um, we booked a uh, accommodation from a hostel website, not from a hotel website. And we didn't know that it would include a bit of trouble. But about that in a second, we just got there, arrived. It was all good. And we walked to the accommodation. And the guy who was renting it out or who was managing it, whatever, actually apologized to us because we arrived and he said, I'm so sorry, but your room was booked twice. So the people who had also booked the room are now in it and it's not possible for you to move into it. However, he felt so bad for this that he gave us obviously a different room and he gave us a whole apartment. I would hope so. <laughs> Literally, he was very sad, like, not sad, but he felt very bad about it. So as a compensation, we got a whole apartment. Oh, which amazing. I know, we were really happy about this. So that was a good start, actually. Not a disaster story, but still quite fun. That's weird. Um, a good start. Oh, just, just, just wait, honey, just wait. So we got up, um, 
I'm going to explain this later, but it smelled a bit weird in the hallway. And we smiled and we said to each other, well, it kind of smells a bit strange. What is this? But we didn't know. So, you know, it was fine. We got up to the flat. It was quite nice. We had a kitchen. Uh, we had a living room with a couch. So that was really good. So we could cook. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice. After that, we basically just went out to visit the city. We actually did quite a lot of cultural sightseeing stuff, whatnot. We also went to a sex museum, <gasps> just like Dear Fergus did in Amsterdam. Oh. It was actually called the Sex Machines oh, <laughs> Museum. <laughs> love. Oh, it sounds like a sex toy museum. <laughs> it was. It kind of oh, was. Okay. Although, you know, back in the days when, you know, now we have like very convenient little, you know, things, Where's... like <laughs> all in different sizes, like... <laughs> Very small, very big, whatever you would like. There's a size for everybody. Um, eggs, should, eggs. Be, they're like. <gasps> no, can I just say that could be the jingle? Like, <laughs> like there are sizes for everybody. Well, I can't sing, but yeah, okay. like whatever egg you like, there's a size for you now. Oh, oh. Basically, whatever egg. I know that's the joke I was trying to make. Yes, I know. Oh, my God, back in the days, what I tried to say. Obviously, it wasn't that convenient and that small. So if you wanted to have a sex toy, you had a sex machine. And I'm literally, <laughs> yeah, I'm literally talking about, I, I think it was a table where you could lay down and different ah! toys would massage you or what the hell? Um, dive into you, so to speak. Dive in. Um, it was a pleasure table or something, I think. Okay. It was very interesting. Um, maybe something That's to... That's very strange. You know, maybe a DIY project for the holidays, if anyone wants to, you oh, know. Anyway, that. that was a very... Make your own <laughs> sex machine. <laughs> and send us pictures. <laughs> Please do. We, we will a, vote. We have an email address. It's going to come up at the end, so stay tuned. Yeah, <clears> okay, sorry, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so that was quite interesting and really, really cool. Um, we also, and this is a, in this episode, we're just going to sprinkle in the recommendations for places in between, just because it serves the story better. So one place that I really want to recommend is St. Nicholas Church, which is an absolutely beautiful church. It's also quite funny that I mentioned a church after Sex Machines Museum, but you know. Oh, but the two go together so nicely. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a good combination. They are. Um, <laughs> but seriously, that church is absolutely stunning. And I remember we walked past it and... We actually didn't plan to go into it. And I just said, oh, well, this church looks kind of cool. Let's just go into it. And it was so stunning from the inside. It was probably the most stunning and beautiful church I've ever been to. And I've been to quite a lot of cities with magnificent churches like Italy and what have you. But this one was amazing. And it is actually, I wrote this down, it's actually known as the greatest example of Prague Baroque. So oh. if you're into this, which I kind oh. of am, then please go there. It's absolutely beautiful. Was this like quite central? Um, Yeah, or... it was around Prague Castle, which is okay. a big site, which yeah. you should also go to, which yeah. we also went to. Because I've never been to Prague. So exactly. I'm just relying on you. <laughs> yeah, please go there. Um, So like I said, we went to Prague Castle, which is obviously one of the main things you can do in Prague. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, You should go there. Took some really nice pictures of Carla there because she looks very nice in pictures. And Aww. that was very... No. Um, nice. We also went to the Charles Bridge, which obviously is, you know, the biggest thing mm. basically in Prague, like one of the main attractions. We went to St. Vitus Cathedral, again, one of the main attractions. Also, I do apologize if I butcher any other pronunciations <laughs> in this one. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. I loved the city. For anyone who lives there, I love your city. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the powder tower we went to, the dancing house, which is a house with um, an architecture that makes it look like it's kind of, well, dancing. It's very like swept and leaning and it's hard to describe, but it looks very cool. Very good piece of um, architecture. We went also to the Cle Clementinum and <laughs> shut up. What is the Clementinum? It's a historic complex of buildings um, with the city library in it, and it's very nice. I'm a very big library nerd, so this was a very nice little addition. Very cultural. Exactly. Unless <clears throat> Barcelona. <clears throat> Unlike. Yeah. I know. See, a bit mean, the, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we also went to the Lennon Wall, so very nice. All of these things I highly recommend. They were really, really nice. Um, some more are going to come up. And this is where the first disaster happened because oh. halfway through the trip, we just noticed that the smell in the hallway got stronger and oh. really biting. <laughs> and we just walked and it was very biting and toxic and chemical. And we thought, what is that smell? And I just remember when I was a kid, we had this massive chestnut tree in our yard and my grandpa would always use poison for the insects on it because it would always get infested in the summer by, I don't know, insects that feast on chestnut trees, whatever. And he used that poison on it. And because I was in the garden as a kid, I smelled it and I remembered it. And I told Carla, this kind of smells like that poison. But why, why would it? So at some point, we walked through the, through the hallway trying to see where it came from. And we saw a sign... On one of the flats downstairs that was red <laughs> with like skulls on it. Oh, God. With like the, those skulls with like crosses in the background that you see on like poisonous bottles. And we used Google Translate and it was a rat infestation. Uh, so the flat downstairs from what we translated and assume had a rat problem and they used rat poison to, you know, get, to, the, uh, get yeah. out of the rats. Exactly. So... First of all, I'm sorry to all the rats. I mean, well, I mean, you're not really. I mean, they're dangerous, but I, st I mean, they're still kind of cute, kind of. <laughs> anyway, I mean, anyway, and then we, I just remember standing in front of the door and we talked to each other like, oh, I wonder what's behind there. We kind of don't want to know. Um, so yeah, that was the smell we could smell. That was, um, you know, rat poison. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And we were like, is this dangerous? Are we going to? Are we going to die? Are we going to die from this? Is it safe to stay in here? I mean, I'm still sitting here, so it must have been. Wait, is rat poison, is that like <clears throat> the fumes or like a liquid? No, I think it's this little, it's kind of like grains. Oh, And the rats yeah. eat it. It was oh, Well, obviously you we won't smelled. die then. I mean. <laughs> you know what? Who knows? The fumes were, maybe I'm just a ghost. That's maybe. just a good theory. Yes. I'm just a ghost, you know? Right. We also went... Next point to the Central Gallery, which has amazing exhibitions by Andy Warhol, Salvador Dali, and Alphonse Mucha. I love all of them. I mean, some more than others. <clears throat> but <laughs> for an art nerd, definitely worth going. It's absolutely beautiful. And, and then, how long did you spend? Oh, there? yeah. Um, Eight hours? I think, ooh, four, maybe. Oh, okay. Again, the people I went on trips with so far were very considerate and stuck with me for very long times in museums. So Carla as well, she was dedicated. She did not mind spending a lot of time in that museum. So shout out to you. Thank you so much. It was worth it. Because honestly, we both really liked the museum. It was really nice. Mm. Um, and then an absolute highlight 
that I just want to talk about that was so beautiful and I definitely recommend you going there. Of course, it needs to be the right time of the day and year, but if you can, definitely add this. It's the observatory in Prague, which Colin and me went to, and we actually, I won't ever forget, it was probably one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Um, I remember we went there and it was quite cloudy, so the guy working there said, maybe you won't be able to see anything tonight, but we ended up seeing Saturn in a way that you could see Saturn with its rings. Oh, okay. And it was absolutely insane. I just remember looking through that and you could really see Saturn, yeah, like I said, with the rings and it was insane. Do you, do you like have to look, this is going to sound really stupid, but do you have to look through a telescope or do they have, no, you have to look through like an, as in that, does everyone have an individual? No, no, no. We had a massive telescope. Oh, okay. We had a massive telescope and they just, people took turns. There weren't too many people. It was quite cute. And we had the, um, the top of it was open. So we looked onto the sky and the, um, scientists just talked, um, and taught us about everything that was going on. And then we looked through the telescope and took turns and and saw saw Saturn. How cute. That is very cool. Shout out to Saturn. Love you, babe. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) What a great babe. Right. And then afterwards, um, the next disaster unfolds because we went to a cafe. The cafe was fine. Just saying. <laughs> Nothing with the cafe was wrong, but there was <laughs> something on the menu which had goat cheese in it. I had never had goat cheese in my life up to this point. And I remember people being very split about this. Some people said it's absolutely awful. Some people said it's amazing. So I was like, honestly, I never tried it. I may as well give it a go. It tasted strange. It was a bit weird. I didn't hate it. I was just a bit like, you know, meh. It's, mm, it could be better. Yeah. It could be worse. I can finish it. It's not insanely amazing. Afterwards, oh. about an hour later, I felt so bad that I genuinely thought I would have to go to the hospital because I got extremely sick. I didn't have to throw up, but I got extremely sick. I got cramps in my stomach. I got dizzy. I almost fainted. I remember we took the tube back or the equivalent to the tube back. I almost fainted on it. I said to Carla, look, I, I, I'm so sorry. We have to go back to the whole, like to our apartment now. I have to lay down. Otherwise I'm going to faint. I lay down and I think I fell asleep or something. Or I laid there for like an hour to two hours and it eventually passed. And from this, I took that. I think I have some kind of allergy to goat cheese. I don't know if this is a thing. Probably not. Probably. I mean, because ever since I had I had goat cheese a couple more times afterwards, it always happened. The same thing always happened again with this kind of cheese. I always felt this extremely bad when I had it. So good thing to find out when you're on holiday, just what you need, you exactly. know? Exactly. Well, it wouldn't be a holiday otherwise. <laughs> exactly. Um, but to be fair, I got quite well quite quickly again. So we were able to go out that night. Oh. Exactly. I don't think it was the night that's about to come up. It may it oh. may have been. I don't oh. know, actually. Okay. Because um, I'm kind of curious then uh, how you felt about the clubs themselves in Prague. Um, They were quite good. Yeah. I mean, we only went to one. Okay. Yeah. And like, were there loads of bars around? Um, I think so. Yeah. And we actually went to the red light district in Prague. Are we happened to stumble upon it it was more or less directly in the city center which was a bit surprising um and of course you know red light districts are debatable and yes 
It's a subject where not everything is perfect, not everything goes down well. I can just say those clubs looked very, very surprisingly clean, very safe, very good, very big. Again, you never know what's going on inside inside or behind behind the scenes. closed doors. Exactly. But at least it looked surprisingly, you know, not dingy at all. It was just surprising because it was in the middle of the city center. And again, it didn't look dangerous at all. But again... I can't speak for what's going on inside. Um, so I think it was on that day that we actually went to a cafe. And if you don't know this, Prague is very known for having <laughs> absinthe. Absinthe. Which is, if you don't know, a extremely strong kind of alcohol derived from botanicals, which literally comes in a strength up to, I think, 95%. Oh. So in that cafe, when we first had it, I think it was 80%. And because it was the middle of the day, Carla and me literally just took one very small shot each, or we maybe even shared it because we just wanted to try it and see what it's like. And I remember we tasted it. It was very, it burned a lot, obviously. It didn't mm. taste too bad, but obviously it burned like hell. And we sat at the table and said, well, you know, it feels okay. And then 10 minutes later, the table started shaking. It was not okay. We were getting dizzy. We literally held onto the table like, oh my God, what is happening? We looked at each other like, oh my God. You literally felt as if you'd taken a whole night of drinks in 10 minutes or even worse, like maybe five minutes. Is that not kind of useful? I mean, it is, but you need to be prepared. (laughs) Yeah. And we weren't. With someone you trust. Exactly. And there was a couple sitting next to us who also wanted to try it absinthe. And then they saw our reaction and said, we're not going to do this. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> we're not going to do this. Um, so, yeah, that <laughs> brings me to oh. the nightclub story. Oh, a lovely story. <clears throat> the story do of, you tell. of the... <clears throat> now it's my turn to get a bit scandalous. Oh. So there's this club in Prague called Karovi Lasnie. Again, I'm Ooh. sorry if I pronounced that it wrong. It sounds nice, though. It is a five-story club. It's extremely oh, five stories. Mm-hmm. It's extremely famous. It's one of the most famous nightclubs in Europe. Um, it's interesting. All of the floors have different themes. So there's a 90s floor, a techno floor. Uh, I can't remember all of the floors because, you know. You know, it's got 90s. That's all you need. Exactly. Um, it was also interesting because the people on each floor varied. The 90s floor, I think, definitely had the oldest population, to say it nicely. Some of them were not... <laughs> Uh, not young that nice to have around you because they were a bit creepy oh, but oh well yeah. um but one of the floors had i think that was the it was either the main floor or the techno floor had a glass walkway so to speak above the dancing area where a dancer slash stripper was dancing she wasn't stripping but she was you know dancing like whatever it's called, like lucid <clears throat> dancing. Maybe, yeah. And she was so skilled. She was, first of all, beautiful, absolutely stunning. She was very well trained and she was amazing. Her skills were so great. She powered through for hours and hours and end. It was absolutely fantastic. They were also very good at keeping safety because I think there were two people at the walkway who kept people from going in and disturbing her, so to speak. So they definitely kept her safe, which mm. is good. And then midway through the night, a girl actually went up to her and asked if she could dance with her. And the dancer was a bit hesitant and said, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, try. The girl was so good. 
no one expected this. And I just, it was amazing because she was insane at dancing. She was so brave for doing this in front of the whole club where everyone could see and watch her. And she was just killing it. She was absolutely amazing. Everybody cheered her on. And I just loved it because, I mean, again, it was a nightclub. Obviously, everyone was a bit drunk. But I think she elsewhere may have um, been risked being body shamed. But there, everyone was cheering her on. Everyone was so rooting for it. It was absolutely beautiful. And it was really, really amazing. Um, but yeah, in that club, Carla and me said, right, now is the time for Epstein to shine and help us. <laughs> so both of us had, I think it was two doubles. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Oh, so four shots God. of absinthe. And I'm not joking. I kid you not. This was stronger than the 80% absinthe we had had before. I'm not joking when I say this was probably 90 to 95%. I never had a drink that burned in my throat for 40 minutes. I checked my phone and after 40 minutes, it was still burning. It was so bad. And of course, as you may know or imagine, it hit you like... Like a ton of bricks. Like a train wreck. Like a sucker punch. Woo! So, quite quickly, we had a whole dose of pre's and drinking and afters and posts and everything. <laughs> and every kind of drink. In And it was quite good. And I remember there was this girl who came up to us um, midway through the night. And she's like, oh, I just remembered a detail, which makes this whole story even more fun. But oh, well, <laughs> she, I thought up to now, said... My friend who I came here left me in the club, but I think she said my boyfriend left me <gasps> in the club. Oh. My boyfriend went home and we had an argument. So can I stay with you guys? And we said, yes, of course. And as the night progressed, <laughs> me and the girl got on really well, really, really well. A little bit friendly. And then she started dancing closer to me. I was kind of drunk, but also enjoying it, to be honest. I wasn't too drunk, so don't don't get me wrong. It was all good. It was all consensual. So you weren't dying from the absence? No, 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 no. It was fine. I literally, I, I was, I would say at the perfect level, but maybe I was having a bit too much fun. A bit too much fun. But You can never have <clears> too much. It's fine. I still knew what was going on. I still remember in quite vivid detail that we started at some point to make out and <laughs> started to make out wildly. Like, <laughs> really... <laughs> really wildly and I didn't notice at this point but then Carla later she didn't mind she just found it funny told me that apparently we took up about a quarter of the whole dance floor because we were going so wild at each other like <clears throat> animals and in the jungle literally and because we literally pushed everyone away and just took up so much space and we did it for quite a while so that was um quite fun interesting literally it was a uh, time well spent i'd say though and we also during that night met two australian guys like nothing happened with them we just um happened to meet them in the queue or on the dance floor or wherever we, wherever we met them and as soon as i started making out with the girl the australian guys lost their shit and went to carla and turned to her like oh my god what is this what is happening and she said like what do you mean like people making out in the club like have you never seen that and they were like no I mean two girls and Carla was like yeah like so what two girls making out have you never seen that and they were like no oh my god we haven't is that a thing and Carla turned to them and said um yeah I mean it's yeah. a whole sexuality maybe look into it 
And they were just completely shocked by seeing two girls make out. So I feel like we, you know, we educated them. Yeah. We opened their eyes. We opened their world. Um. So, yeah, that went on for quite a while. Eventually, we lost or abandoned the girl, I think. Um, abandoned. And... <laughs> I'm sorry for this if you're listening. I still oh, had God. a good time with you. I really <laughs> Shout did. out. I had a great time. I really did. Um, yeah, and then we just left. The good thing was, I don't know if this is the thing with absinthe or if it just happened to us and we were lucky. We sobered up really quickly as soon as the night was over. So it wasn't that we had a hangover at all. As soon as we left the club, we kind of sobered up. And that process was very quick. So we just walked home and we were pretty much sober. Or maybe like a bit dizzy but not too mm. bad um and then yeah we just got home we got in bed we i think it was last night we had a good night's sleep weren't really hung over the next day so at least that was pretty good useful for when you need to travel home exactly and yeah that's on this high note actually concludes prague oh amazing so i have a question please go um because just in regards to traveling so what time was your flight... No, you got a coach, didn't you? Yeah. So what time was your coach the next day? Um, I think pretty normal, like 6pm probably, because oh, okay. I think I would have remembered if it was a bad time. I think the normal checkout time was like in any hotel around midday-ish, and I think our coach left at 2 or something. Like I said, if it was really early or really late, I would probably remember. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, that was really good. Well, had a lot of fun. Prague yeah. is an absolutely beautiful, stunning city. So I definitely recommend you go if you want to. And yeah, Carla and me had a lot of fun. Good. Let's do it again. Let's go back. <laughs> I'll come. Please. please. Um, okay. So do you have any other recommendations that you haven't already told us about? Right. So apart from the ones I already mentioned, I would say the Wenceslas Square and the Old Town Square, obviously the most, some of the most famous places in Prague and also the astronomical clock tower which is absolutely beautiful so beautiful in fact that we have a very fun story about it <laughs> we do it <laughs> does look amazing um there is a legend a myth that this astronomical oh, clock it. tower um it was designed by this man who after it had been designed the town councillors wanted to keep it as original as possible they didn't want the creator to recreate it anywhere else so they actually blinded him <laughs> using like red hot pokers. Oh my god, they were effective. Him. Yeah, they didn't okay. take any chances or any risks. No. Um, and they blinded him so that he could never recreate the clock tower anywhere else. Oh dear, that yeah. is in intense. Like I, I said, they were not taking any chances whatsoever. Really, exactly. My God. Um, another fun thing about pra Prague, which I found out, is that. You can actually go to what they call a beer spa, which is... <laughs> I don't even like beer. No, I don't even like beer. But I mean, oh, I don't know. It no, depends. I really don't. I'm a wine person <laughs> forever and always. Forever and ever. Yeah. And basically at the beer spa, you bathe in beer, which oh. obviously you can drink if you want. Ew, <laughs> no, I think you have separate beers to drink. And... <laughs> Ew, um, you're not going to drink your own soup. <laughs> How disgusting. Also, I reckon you're not going to be in the bath alone. So I'm not going to oh drink. Oh, God, imagine like... how warm beer. Also, no. I'm not going to. I love uh... how this is the fact that creeps you out and not the fact that you share this soup with other people. Oh, God, I know. Um, <laughs> but basically, the point of bathing in the beer is, a, is apparently the, the substances in it help to open your pores 
And so more devils can come inside. Exactly. <laughs> and this helps, obviously, your complexion. And then other um, positives from the beer is that it apparently helps your immune system, your metabolism, and helps to ease stress. Interesting. I'm assuming the easing the stress might be just the alcohol <laughs> soothing <laughs> into your skin and making you a bit drunk. Honestly, it probably... Like, I was going to say, it opens the pores so more beer can float into your system. It's an interesting... Interesting. I mean, to each their own. I would rather go to a normal spa, but again... I kind of want to try the beer spa. Mm. You want to just... Honestly, you just want to drink your own soup, do <laughs> yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Yes. Amazing. So that honestly brings me to another fun fact, because apparently Charles Bridge is haunted. <gasps> yes. Oh, how amazing is that? I mean, yes. it's a bit shorter, but honestly... I mean, I know people make up all funny stories about every place in the world being somewhat, somehow haunted. Um, yeah, apparently Charles Bridge is haunted. Yeah, it's said like by quite a lot of ghosts as well. Ooh. So it's not just one ghost or something. Maybe I brought some of them back with me. Oh my god, maybe. We maybe, hope. Maybe that's why I have all the travel disasters. Oh, maybe. If you're in this room with us, we love you. Honestly, yeah, if at you least, ghosts, hello. Honestly, at least journeys are never boring due to you. Exactly. So Jeffrey. thank you. Jeffrey, where are you? We're going to talk about Jeffrey. Next week. So exactly. stay tuned oh, for that. Stay tuned for that. I miss Jeffrey. Um, I do have something to say on the subject oh, of... Um, before you do that, yeah, I can say about Charles Bridge that we saw a lot of amazing artists on there. Um, there were quite a few artists painting the landscape, I think, for practice, but also for money. So you could request paintings or portraits or anything. And some of them, most of them were insanely skilled, actually. So... Really, really good. Yeah, I actually think that so many of the artists on those bridges and things like that are so talented. Yeah, um, And obviously you can sometimes see them painting the landscapes and everything. And it's, yeah, it's just amazing. Also kudos for you for being able to paint during such a cramped... I would not yeah, be able to concentrate there. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Sorry, what did you want to say? Oh, yeah. So there was something else just on the subject of... Because we were talking about the bridge. It just reminded me um, of kind of architecture in mm. Prague. And you said you went to Prague Castle. Didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. So true. Prague Castle is actually I found out is actually the largest castle in the oh, world. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that makes actually a lot of sense because it really I think I looked I think I saw saw that before as well because it's literally like a different little small part of the city, almost like London has different boroughs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it almost is like a separate little borough so you travel up and you travel up a hill she can travel down, but traveling up is a bit more painful. And then there's this whole huge area of different cathedrals, different churches, basilicas, the castle, everything. So, so living there, sense. you can, you know, pray to a, a few different, you know, things. <laughs> you can summon the devil in a few different places. <laughs> so, yeah, that is honestly, it doesn't surprise me. It's really, really big and it's really beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. We should honestly move in there. Let's go. Let's just, let's just go. All right. And next week will be Venice. Woo! We love Can't Venice. Wait. One of my favorite cities. Yeah. Seriously. It's beautiful. Stunning. So for this particular, well. A this, Christmas special. This will be a Christmas special Spe next Christmas week. and New Year's Eve special. Yeah. Because so, both of them will be... Um, released on the 23rd and on the 30th, so before Christmas and exactly. before New Year's Eve. And so it, part one of Venice is going to be next week, and then part two is going to be the week after. It's a two-parter because there is a lot exactly. of stuff. And it was 
amazing but also eventful. We're going to talk about the film festival, which was the main reason we went, and some stuff that happened along the way. A lot of disasters <sighs> along exactly. the way. Probably our favorite story, isn't it? Yeah, probably, because it has yeah. the most... Wow. Well, you'll see. (laughs) And one of my favorite trips ever because I was so stunned by the city. Yeah, same. Yeah. Amazing. Look forward to that. For now, let's give you some socials. So as always, (laughs) you can message us, um, chat with us, give us your travel stories, your suggestions, your recommendations, your feedback, anything you'd like to share on our email address, which is travelingxpodcast at gmail.com. As always, please spell that out for me. Yep, and as we're going to spell it out to make it clear, it's T-R-A-V-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-G-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Exactly, and as always, please follow us on Instagram because we will make some cute polls, some interactive stories. We're going to have a lot of fun over there. Exactly. So you can <laughs> ah, you can find Fergus. How... <laughs> you can find me on Instagram with the name Ferg underscore Steel. That's F-E-R-G underscore S-T-E-E-L-E. As always, for my a slightly more complicated name, it is that tattooed bee witch, <laughs> which I won't spell out for you, don't worry, but you can find me tagged in any pictures that Fergus posts. Exactly. So just find me there or search for me. Maybe you're going to find me. You might find her, but yeah. if not, as usual, just look on my page and you'll find her. Exactly. So for now, we will see you again, or we will, you know, hear you again, hear you again. next oh, week. <laughs> I mean... You'll hear us next exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.